0: Welcome to Watershed's March podcast. My name is Mark Cosgrove and I'm the head of programme here at Watershed. Last month I attended the Berlin Film Festival, one of the high points in the film festival year. In addition to simply catching up on what is happening in the world of film, I was also on one of the juries, the Europa Cinemas label, which selects the best European feature film from the festival's panorama strand. This strand is very much about discoveries and new talent in the world of cinema. There were 12 eligible European films and we were looking for the film which had the most potential to cross national boundaries and which would appeal to wider audiences across Europe. It's a good award I think for the filmmaker because it's given by exhibitors. My co-jurors were from France, Germany and Brazil via France. And it's about a film's potential to reach ours and other cinema's audiences. As I worked my way through the films, I became very aware of those films which would play extremely well in their own country, but which would find it difficult beyond that. A prime example was the Italian comedy Loose Cannons, which I felt would play brilliantly in multiplexes in Italy, but would find it difficult in, for example, the UK. There is an interesting footnote here, I think, about the notion of popular national cinema and so-called art house cinema. One cinema's popular or mainstream cinema does not necessarily, and why should it become, art house in another. The French films from a few years ago, Les Visiteurs or Taxi, are probably prime examples of this. They were hugely popular in France, but became specialised fare in the UK by dint of being subtitled. Another title in the Berlin Alley lineup which to me had another kind of national exclusivity, as it were, was the German film Boundaries. A bunch of young people go to rehearsals for Hamlet in a small village. I watched it with a German audience, and where there were laughs or moments of recognition, I was just left bewildered. Clearly, there was things going on that a German audience would get or be familiar with, which others outside maybe couldn't tune into. The national references were so specific, it just didn't translate. A bit like if the UK's TV programme Casualty was to be shown in German cinemas, I felt. However, there were titles that worked, and indeed two of the strongest worked at the level of the nationally specific, but resonated wider beyond national boundaries. The first was Kawasaki's Rose from the Czech Republic, about an eminent respected doctor whose hidden past in the communist era catches up with him. The fragility of relationships is a universal resonance. The unanimous winner was the German film When We Leave, a confident first-time feature film about the sensitive subject of family honour within a Turkish migrant population. The themes of cultural difference, family values and the role of women has a very real, timely relevance and I hope the film may well get a UK distributor. I am pleased that there was a unanimous decision because beyond that, there was an intriguing gender split in the jury. The women were comfortable supporting the overplayed humour of the aforementioned Italian gay comedy, and the men were happy to relish the deadpan melancholy of the Finnish comedy Bad Family. There is surely a sociological case study in that divide. In the festival proper, as it were, there was much to catch up with, think about and enjoy. There were a handful of titles that had come straight from critical acclaim in Sundance. These included Chris Morris's satirical take on terrorism, Four Lines, which is both hysterically funny and seriously thought-provoking, and scheduled for a May release in the UK. Lisa Cholodenko's The Kids Are Alright, which is a fantastic performance from Annette Bening as a lesbian mum trying to keep her family together when their kid's sperm donating father turns up on the scene. Actually, all performances from Julianne Moore, Mark Ruffalo and the rest of the cast are wonderful. The script is excellent, a really enjoyable film. Winter's Bone, the winner from Sundance, is an altogether different experience. A tough story of survival in the harsh hinterlands of America with not a star in sight. And of course there was exit through the gift shop from graffiti artist provocateur Banksy. A spoof documentary, or is it, about a filmmaker documenting graffiti artists who becomes bigger than them all. There is a sharp intelligence here with some serious poking of fun at the myth-making pretensions that surround the modern art world. I have described it thus. It will do for graffiti what Spinal Tap did for music. Exit through the gift shop opens on Friday the 5th of March at Watershed. Elsewhere, Roman Polanski was back on thrilling form with the adaptation of Robert Harris's The Ghostwriter, a book written with a lot of passion about a former Prime Minister who's called to account for his decision to take the country to war. Ring any bells? Well, the author used to be friends with Tony Blair. Polanski cranks the tension with relish and great cinematic ease and with hints of Chinatown. We'll be showing it in April here at Watershed. A highlight for me was the Norwegian film A Somewhat Gentleman*, starring Stellan Skarsgard as a newly released criminal trying to go straight and finally get to know his grown-up son but drawn inexorably back towards a life of crime. It's great fun and good to see Skarsgard in a lead role again. It has the most jaw-dropping sex scenes I've come across and gives the dark humour of the Cone brothers a serious run for the money. Again, it's another European film I hope that will get a UK distributor and will screen at Watershed soon. That's all for this month.